This is a Modern Man Podcast. My name is J.D. Farrell, and thank you for tuning in to the inaugural episode of a Modern Man Podcast. Today I'm speaking with one of my good friends, Jordan Irvin. She talks about what it's like teaching during the global pandemic, whether it's buying supplies for her students, quarantining with her books, or getting kids to focus on the behavior issues of the crazy schedules. Hold on. Okay, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. What up, dude? Uh, it's been a minute. I know. So, how's your week been? It's been good. Are you on break yet or no? No, tomorrow's our last day before break. Okay. Are you pretty excited? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so bummed. <laughs> so over this stuff. <laughs> you got one more semester to get it done. One more rough semester. We'll see how. See how. I know next semester goes we'll see they just changed a lot of stuff so we're probably gonna be back in we're probably gonna be back in the classroom okay all right yeah (laughs) so what grade do you teach and where at second grade at garfield elementary and how long and how long have you taught there um this is my third year Worst year so far, would you say it's the worst year so far? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Uh, on a scale of one to 10, how do you think, how prepared do you think they were for all this? Two. Two. <laughs> what, what's been the hardest part about it all? The hardest part is all the rules that come with it. So like, for like books, we have to like quarantine our books Okay. Like in our, in our own like library in our school in our classroom, okay. we have to quarantine the books for three days. You can't just wipe the books down and no. Take, well, you have to quarantine the books. Okay. Yeah, and then like you can't have any like most of the stuff in my classroom I have them share, mm-hmm. and so like I had to go buy a lot of stuff just for each individual person. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of terrible. And then, like, not knowing each week if you're going to be in school or not. Yeah. What was it? Was it literally day-to-day? You didn't know the next day? Or how did they work it like that? It was by week. week. So every Friday, they'd check the numbers. And then, like, if they were in the red, so 50, if they're at 50%, Mm -hmm. then we weren't going to school the next two weeks. What was the 50%? It It's, like, based off of every hundred thousand in your county cases and so like if it was 50 or over which would be red we were out for the next two weeks so do you think was it really two weeks on two weeks off two weeks on was it pretty much like that it's been steady off so like the week before thanksgiving break is the first week we went virtual for this year and we haven't been back yet but each class, like, so if there was one person that got it in that class, the whole class had a quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. So that was weird. Did My you- class luckily didn't have to, so we're good. And you never got COVID at all during this time, or did you? No, I did not. Oh, well, nice. All right. Thank the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say you think you were set up for success or set up for failure by the administration for all this not it depends on it depends on how stressed out you got about it 
If you got really stressed out, you're definitely in for failure. But if you really took, if you took all of their rules and like, like very seriously, then you were pretty much set up for failure. But if you were just like laid back and chill and been like, this sounds bad, but like, if you're just like chill about all the rules, you're fine. Like follow the rules, but use a little common sense throughout. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like, and just don't like freak out over every little thing. Like if one book doesn't get quarantined, then you're, it's fine. You know? Yeah. But if you're like freaking out about every little thing that didn't go the way the rules are laid out, then you're going to be failing because you're stressing out more than you should have been. If that makes sense. Yes. I mean, obviously, it seems like you learned how to handle it and manage your stress. Yes. How do you think a lot of your colleagues did? How do you think overall? It, they didn't do very well. <laughs> no. A lot of people adapted and like just took them in when on with their lives, but the other ones, nah, not at all. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Okay, so I guess who do you think is to blame or what would you have done differently then for all this? I don't think we could have done anything differently because it's such a new thing for everybody Mm -hmm. that they're just kind of just trying the best they can. And so, I mean can't really do anything different because you weren't prepared for all of this to happen like this. So I don't think you could have done anything differently. I think a lot of people could have like chilled out a little bit and like taken it day by day, but a lot of people like freaked out at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I think they could have like fixed on, but that's about it. What was the biggest difference between this semester and March when it all shut down from back when I like this semester better because I could say bye to my kids yeah. last semester. I never got to see them again. And so like the week before spring break, cause it was spring breaks when all this happened. And so the day before, like the day that's the last day before spring break uh, is always stressful. Anyway, your kids are being crazy and they're ridiculous tariff, like throwing stuff that day. It was a full moon week too. Is bad. <laughs> and so like a lot of us were kind of over it right then and stressed out and ready for spring break. So a lot of us had a lot of regrets on like how we acted that last day because we didn't get to see them after that and like get to say bye and stuff. So that one was a lot harder than this one. This one, I know I'm going to see my kids later, but the last one, I just didn't really get closure. None of us got closure. So, but this time we're adding a new teacher to second grade because our, a lot of people are switching from virtual to back to school. And so we had to add another second grade teacher. So we had to lose, I had to lose four of my kids whenever we get back. And what so that's pretty hard. Class size that you have. I have 22. Yeah. So I lost four and I'm really sad. Do you think you've seen an adjustment at all or a difference in the kids coming into second grade this year than the kids last year? Was there anything noticeable about them? They are very low is the one thing I noticed. They were very low and they were a lot harder to like adjust their behaviors because they were so used to being with their parents for so long. Mm -hmm. So like their behaviors was really hard to get under control just because of that. And then 
they're just really low. Like I have one kid that's at a kindergarten level because they miss like all that necessary stuff that they need at the end of first grade. So they just went back and none of them did anything over virtual. It is what it is. Our kids are going to be a little bit low as long as they're getting up there. I don't care. I mean, I care, but we'll get on there. We'll get on there. I care. about. Yeah, we'll get in there. there. Going to take a lot of time and patience. Yeah, I think a lot of parents, they definitely took y'all for granted until they realized how hard it is for them to focus. Oh, yeah, definitely. They realize that, like, teachers aren't just babysitters. We actually, like, teach them stuff, and they'll learn to read, and we're not a babysitter. And, yeah. Oh, I don't what? Okay. You got a lot of those emails or phone calls and stuff like that from te- parents. Oh, yeah. Especially that, like, during March, I got a lot. But this semester, they're a lot more prepared because we got to, like, actually prepare them in the classroom on what they're going to do whenever we do go virtual. So that was a lot better than – but, yeah, a lot of them are freaking out. I had one teacher – I mean, one uh, parent this week. She was like, my kid missed everything from last week. I was like, don't stress out about it. It's okay. This is all new. It all sucks. Don't stress out about it. She's like, good, because I was really stressing. I was like, don't. You're fine. <laughs> we'll get them there. <laughs> okay. And I know a lot of kids haven't really been doing virtual to where that hasn't really been sticking. And, of course, a lot of schools were run on funding. So if y'all went virtual, that might hurt funding. But do you think anything about the virtual aspect that y'all are going to take forward in the future of schools? I don't know, because it depends on, like, the principal and stuff. Some principals are really into the virtual thing, and then the other principals are all about not worrying about virtual. Like, no, they don't like iPads. They, like, so I don't, I don't know. It just kind of depends on what school you're at and how your administration takes it. I get the schools, but what do you think? Do you think it would be beneficial, or do you think it would hurt the kids long-term, including that aspect? virtual I think to me I think it would hurt them because they don't need to be like staring at a computer screen all the time and like I I think they really need to be like hands-on because I don't learn through like a worksheet and I feel like that's all like virtual is is like a worksheet and but they won't like I think you learn more through activities and like doing it yourself so I don't like it and I don't think we should stick with virtual. I think we should go back to how we were if we can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If that was your question. <laughs> yeah, that definitely was my question. That you answered it perfectly. Because obviously me not being in the industry, it seems like maybe the smaller class sizes, maybe they, but I know the smaller class sizes obviously hurts the amount of funding. And if they they already try to cut school funding as much as possible. So if they look at ways to yeah well small classes is just unrealistic even if they were already what oh what if they pursued like the kind of a b thing long term and but kind of did half the work was virtual half of it was in person learning and well okay with that like with a b schedule i don't like it because whenever you go on like long breaks with your kids, you have to like focus the next week whenever you get back just on behavior mm-hmm. and like getting back into, and like I have an autistic kid right now in my classroom 
he would not be beneficial for that at all. Right. And like a lot of our kids, my school's 99% poverty. Mm-hmm. And so like a lot of these kids really need to be in the classroom because that's where they get all their meals. That's where they feel safe at. And a lot of kids get like abused at home. And so I don't think it's beneficial just because they need this routine and they need the schedule and the safe spot and that food. Oh, no. You convinced me. I was just being devil's advocate. Trying no, to- you're good. You're good. You forget how important you are disciplinaries and keeping kids under control and behavioral. Cause- yeah, we're with them a lot of their lives. So, And like a lot of kids don't have discipline at home. Or if they do have discipline, it's like the wrong kind of discipline. So I think school is an amazing thing and we should stop taking it for granted and not do A, B because it's not beneficial to us, I don't believe. <laughs> All right. And obviously you kind of explained more in that last statement, but do you want to continue teaching after going through this whole pandemic as a teacher? Yeah, I a lot of us teachers, we don't really get good pay. So like, we're really in it for like the kids. And so, heck yeah, I would always stay with that. Cause it's whenever I go teach, it's not like I'm working. It's like, I'm living, I'm just living day by day because it's my life. It's not a job. And anything you want to give out, shout out to all the teachers out there that has made it through working with you side by side, or maybe thousands of miles away. Hey, we got this. You are amazing and you're great and you are doing a wonderful job. All That's right. what I Thank you so much, Jordan, for joining us. Okay. Yes, I love it. Thank you for having me. Missed you, buddy. Hey, thank you for coming. That was dope. You're welcome.